0: The G1 Climax is in the final stretch. We have just two nights left in each block before we know the block winners. GCW ran their Fight Club show over the weekend, and I'm off to Miami for two nights of AEW action this weekend. I'm Ryan Joy, and I run MinutesToBellTime.com, a website and database track pro wrestling around the world. On today's show, we're going to talk through the G1 Climax standings, touch on GCW, and we'll preview AEW Rampage and Dynamite from the James L. Knight Center. We also have headlines from the last 24 hours, Travis Severance is in the house, and this is the Daily Wrestling News show for October 12th, 2021, where we sort through all the bullshit in wrestling news to find you the truth. all right travis well welcome to the show but you're about to break your dynamite streak
1: i am yep two in a row and possibly this week i don't know i was looking at flights they were less than 500 bucks to get down there i'm not sure how quick i can get out of town i got an event on sunday to go to so uh i don't know the 6 a.m following a dynamite where we usually get out of there by the time we're done a little later but you know what actually if they're doing the rampage on friday and the dynamite is on saturday that means conceivably we'd be out by 10 30 ish with a dark match so 6 a.m out oh, <laughs> isn't as hard as i think so i don't know i'm gonna have to take a look uh we'll see what i can do with the dogs if i can get them <laughs> uh get them house sat then you know what maybe i'll take a trip down to miami i'm yeah, certainly well. not staying for the dolphins game they're pretty awful
0: <laughs> well, Miami's a quick uh, two-hour commute for us. So I'll be driving right down there to see Rampage and Dynamite. We're going we're gonna to break all that down in a few minutes, uh, including the AEW World Title Eliminator. We have no idea who's going to be in it, but we can theorize about some names and see if we can't pick out a winner um, in, a, in a few minutes. But first, we want to start with the G1 Climax. Uh, we're getting toward the end. And it's funny to say that we're toward the end when we have literally five more shows full of matches about 38 matches left but um but at this point we're so many matches in the leaders have really broken away from the pack Uh, but in a block right now we have what is essentially a four-way tie kota ibushi technically has 12 points uh which is a two-point lead over saber takagi and kenta who all have 10 points but kota ibushi is getting the gift of naito not wrestling uh, so he's he's got a two point bump over the others who have already taken their their nito uh, into account. So it's interesting. Kodo is looking at trying to get his third G one in a row, but it's he doesn't have a clean path.
1: No, he doesn't. Um, it is definitely a four horse race. Um, my prediction of. Okan is not going to make its way out, so it's interesting. We've got Abushi with twelve, we've got Saber, Kenta, and Shingo all with ten. Um, and what we try to do, and we talked about this in the opener um, when we were talking about the G1, is we really look at the schedule on the last night. Yeah. We take a look at who the competitors are that would be super interesting, you know, because they want the last night to be exciting. They want it to kind of come down to the last match, like there's a built-in main event for that. Then when that happens, you know, and in unfortunately for me um final night is abushi versus kenta and kenta's got 10 and abushi's got 12 and kenta's got tangaloa who god for as good as they are tag teams are pretty poor in yeah. singles tournaments and we're starting to see that here um so tangaloa seems like a gift that means we're going to go into the final night with abushi and kenta both having 12 potentially with the um you know, with that match coming down to deciding at all, I don't think Shingo going against Okan, he could get knocked off there, and Saber could lose to duct tape from Yano to yeah. keep him down as well. Um, which, you know, we, we talk about how New Japan's good because the booking isn't easy to see all the time, or the long booking is easier to see than the short booking, but it does feel like this is going to be a Bushi versus Kenta, and like, I don't know, I don't, I don't. I don't see Kenta beating Ibushi. Um, I see I Ibushi see going Kenta to the finals. Right no. um, now, whether he wins or not, we'll see. But I really, really, really do not want to see Ibushi versus Okada. <laughs> don't, so
0: don't yeah. So here's where we stand. Ibushi, he needs to win out, and his opponents need to. Uh, he needs to have all three of the others not win their final two matches, right? So if Sabre beats Yano and then Tangaloa, which does seem like an easy road, but like you mentioned, anybody can lose to Yano on any night. Uh, if Sabre lose, if Sabre wins those two matches, Ibushi cannot win. If Takagi beats great ocon and Yujiro Takahashi, Ibushi cannot win.
1: If because Kenta, they each have victories over Ibushi. Yes. Those two guys do. And they've been tied at Kenta, 14.
0: Right. Well, they'll be tied at, uh, they'll be tied at 12 and then whoever gets the win oh, sure in the final night. Uh, and then if Kenta defeats Tangaloa and then Ibushi, then Ken, then, uh, then Ibushi can't win there. So you could have all of them sitting at 14 points. Ibushi mathematically eliminated because Kenta, uh, Saber and Takagi all beat him, And then you have to look at the next, the, the, those three guys and see who beat each other. So it gets really complicated there. Uh, I don't know if I would pick Kenta to win this and Ibushi seems like a far fetch at this point so I wonder if it's going to go into the last night and that Kenta Ibushi match is going to determine whether it's Kenta or Takagi winning or something like that. Sometimes that happens.
1: That could be. Um I don't know. <laughs> Ibushi's kind of the golden boy, legitimately the golden star. So I'm looking
0: for his third G1 in a row.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, it's it's a story that's never been told, I guess. Like he's on a lifetime contract. Sure. As much as I enjoy the predictions the other way, um, I still think it's a night. It gives him a lot to talk about. Oh, if he loses to Kenta, yada yada yada. Um, yeah, I think the biggest
0: thing is though we'll we'll just revisit this when it gets when, after the next n- night of action.
1: One so more the- round is going to make things very clear, yeah. probably. You know.
0: Yeah, and they wrestle. Tomorrow is the the next set of matches for A block. Yep, and then it's October eighteenth, which what day is that? That's um it's six days from now, so Monday. Monday, yeah. So then, so then, when we're talking next week, we're gonna know. So, right. So, right. So that'll be good. And then on the B block side, it's it's a three horse race. <laughs> Tanahashi, Sonata, Tai Chi, Yoshihashi, Tamatanga, Hiroki Goto, Chase Owens, all mathematically eliminated. Okada and Cobb tied at the top, fourteen points, both seven and zero. Evil is behind them; he's twelve points, six and one. And so, but, oh, by the way, I didn't think about this until just now. A draw in any of these matches really screws things up too. Oh sure sure because then Absolutely. each person gets one point. I yep. don't think we're going to see a Zack Saber Toru Yano 20 minute draw. That's not typically how Yano rolls, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: would, uh nor do I think they're putting
0: Yujiro in there for the time limit.
1: <laughs> so No, I would agree with that. You know, it's it's interesting looking at the other block here. Um I think, I think we called it chalk when we were going into the preview here. I think I had Okada and Cobb and you were the one that definitely mentioned evil being potential. And I didn't think about evil until you had mentioned it. And like, here we are, we've got Okada, Cobb and evil. Um, And unlike the other block, we got Cobb and Okada. Well, last night's going to be interesting because we've got Cobb and Okada against each other and we have evil against Sonata, former LIJ guys against each other. So you know, the story could be Sonata knocking Evil off and Evil not getting the chance to win. But the Cobb match is really important too. Like, you know, all of them are commingling with each other. So this this block, I think, coming down to the end was much more predictable in that there's not as much cross wrestling going. There, the three of these guys are all going to fight each other um, towards the end here. So with the exception of Evil not fighting Okada. So what's what's
0: what's difficult about this though is that jeff Cobb faces evil and then jeff Cobb faces okada so those are Cobb's last two matches so theoretically he has the hardest uh path here now Cobb he could lose to evil and then beat okada and win he would tie okada in points yep and and that he would go into the last night two points behind okada Mm-hmm. Theoretically, if Okada beats Tamatanga. So, Cobb could actually lose to Evil and be two points behind Okada and then beat Okada and they have a tie score, but because Cobb beat Okada, he wins. What Evil has to do, Evil has to beat Jeff Cobb. He has to beat Sonata. And then Okada has to lose to both Tamatanga and Jeff Cobb. In so, order to win. Yeah. In order to win. So, Evil, he's got to he's got very tough road so when we're talking about this next week we're going to be looking at um you know because this one's on the the final night of this is on the 20th which is actually the day uh wednesday so it's a week and a day away so yeah previewing the Cobb and okada final i think
1: yeah i i would agree with that and you know i called Cobb as my winner in the beginning um I like his momentum. Obviously, he's done well in this tournament and stuff like that. abushi is not something I remember seeing. Um, I don't know if they've ever they've ever tangled with each other. So it's a super interesting match. Cobb's um, a hell of a story if he were to run the table, uh, yeah. because that means that it would be Cobb Osprey at some point for Will's title um, in the conversation there. Um, in theory or it could go the other way. You know, Shingo could put him down. Um, I'm glad that Shingo is on the comeback trail because the beginning of the tournament did not work out really well for him. So it looks like, you know, he's probably going to end, he's probably going to end this at 14, but I think everybody on top of him has beat him. So yeah, um, he doesn't realistically have a chance of winning um, at all.
0: Well, and it's funny, it's like, all this math to get into the final and then it doesn't matter. The points go away and it's head to head. It's going to be one of these guys on the a block versus one of these guys on the B block. So, um, I do think it would be very interesting. You know, if they're trying to build Cobb up into the main, to one of the top tier guys, if he goes clean eight and O through the, or nine and O, what does he have to be 10 and O through the whole G one? that's something I don't think that's ever been done either. So, yeah.
1: I'm, and I'm I'm kind of surprised too. Um, I mean, we talked about it and how important the English speaking wrestlers are with regard to the brand pressing out into uh, English speaking wrestling fans like ourselves. Um, so seeing Sabre and Cobb have the kind of tournaments that they have given that most of the other English speakers are Stateside. Um, sure. I don't think was surprising for us. I guess Saber's start was very surprising for me. Then he cooled off a little bit. Um, You know, it's, it's interesting to see them put this much on Jeff Cobb because Jeff Cobb's not a talker, (laughs) not a talker at all. Um, but I think he's interesting in that he can talk and he speaks English and he has the body type that a Japanese wrestling fan enjoys watching and he can go, you know, up or down and he's, and he's fine with that. Um, it would be, I would be very surprised even though I picked him if he won, um, um, it is not a tip. He's not your typical G1 climax winner, um, outside of, I guess, if we went back and we looked at goto's wins a long time ago. This is a different New, Japan, though. different New Japan, right? Um, so it would be if Jeff Cobb won, it would be remarkable. Yeah. Um,
0: and he, like, I like we said, he has to be evil, he has to beat Okada, and he'd have to beat either Ibushi or Takagi probably, right? Like say him beating Saber and him beating Kenta is less of a
1: deal. Right. But him beating Ibushi or Takagi would be a big deal. Given where they are in the, in the world of new Japan right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. The other English speaking
0: uh, competitors were Chase Owens with two points. Tom nice. with four points. Tonga with four points. So
1: yeah, it was, yeah. Good, it was a good try guys. Um, <laughs> Better
0: luck next year. But I don't know. I love the, I love the G1. I didn't get to watch near as much of it as I wanted to this year because, um, well, I was traveling and things. So.
1: Well, I think too, and, and this is, it's tough to say, but I think, you know, if we're going to, if we're going to criticize the right way, um, compared to previous uh, G1s that we've had the opportunity to be involved in and take a look at, I think this is probably the least exciting one with regard to competitors. There wasn't any surprises. You've got all the crap going on with the COVID and a bunch of people are stateside that, you know, we enjoy watching or at least i do like jay white not going out of the ring for a couple of minutes has been a loss for me um <laughs> but it's been interesting I, for us on stateside as far as wrestling fans go because we get to see him in a lot of different settings and stuff so like i wouldn't trade that for the world but it certainly has made the the g1 feel a little bit uh lighter and we definitely see that on the b block side with you yeah. know it being so top heavy
0: the other thing uh, the other thing about this um with the the G1 being the the wrestle kingdom being 3 nights kind of makes takes a little shine off the G1 too because three people are presumably getting title shots yep with 3 nights of of uh wrestle kingdom even last year when they had 2 nights of wrestle kingdom it I felt the same way uh, the last 2 years so they it takes a li- just a little bit of shine off the G1 because um you know you're the G1 you were building for that one guy to get that one big shot and now it feels like there's a lot of ways to book out of that.
1: Yeah, I, it does definitely give them the flexibility. Although, given the stuff that they've gone through in the last two years, I think they probably want that flexibility a little <laughs> yeah. bit. I mean, no between injuries and illness, like they've been pounded on really bad, and you know had to move championships around and different things like that. So it's probably them, you know, hedging a little bit. So I get it. Um, but yeah, it is it it is less climactic than previously, True. which was. we're gonna have this one shot it's gonna be really big and it's gonna be match of the night for sure and you know but yeah we're 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 gonna see a little bit of flexibility on that end of it so hopefully hopefully they make the they make it matter like if they have some some residual stuff kind of that flows through from day one to day two and then we got the break and we go back to day three and it's like almost like a brand new event but we got some throwbacks from before um i think it could be really interesting depending on how they decide to book it so yeah absolutely
0: all right, let's move into uh, GCW over the weekend. Um, I talked about this uh, a little bit with Al yesterday, and I don't know if we'll get into a whole bunch more today, but uh, John Moxley retained the GCW championship at bike Club with a win over Nick Gage. Uh, Thunder Rosa made an appearance. The Briscoes appeared. Uh, man, the Briscoes and GCW, that is something interesting.
1: Yeah, I like it. Um, you know, we never see that. Like, they don't leave home. So them showing up with their scruffiness and gosh showing up in the ring against Second Gear Crew, which are just as dirty and nasty as they are, which that's hard to find out there yeah. in the world of tag team wrestling. Perfect you know, match. we got we got two guys. It's it's it, you know to to steal from Jr. There's no way this isn't a slobber knocker. Right. Um it, It's kind of a limited thing. Like we don't see the Briscoes out among everybody else so i mean hell of a hell of a thing to book um there's no way that it's not a good match um i'm interested to see the briscoes uh in the gcw ring like
0: and it's going to be in los angeles which i said i said to uh my wife i was like I don't think the Briscoes have ever been to Los Angeles. <laughs> and she says, I don't know if they, I didn't know they ever traveled.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. They're going to be the, that's like the four ugliest people in Los Angeles when you get that <laughs> ring going, right? Like that, there's no prettiness to them. I'm sure that no. the restaurants are going to like, I'm not sure if the cut off camouflage jorts is going to make it on Rodeo drive, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It's interesting, yeah. you know, it'd be like the hillbillies go, hopefully they do some kind of a vlog or something like that with them walking in the streets of LA. Cause it would be really funny. Yeah, yeah, maybe,
0: uh, maybe the young bucks can capture that on there.
1: So there you go. Yeah, I mean, Rancho going. Cucamonga, yeah. get them up there. Who knows? Maybe the bucks will appear in the ring too.
0: It's a crazy, bro. Uh, they also made a major announcement. January twenty third, they're going to be running the Hammerstein Ballroom. They being GCW, by the way. Uh, the Hammerstein Ballroom, a big venue in comparison to what GCW normally runs. They this is a two thousand seat venue in New York City. Uh, Brett Lauderdale came to the ring to make the announcement. He got interrupted by Matt Cardona early in the show. So then he had to come out later in the show when he finally got to spit it out. You know, he basically said that all he's heard for the last several years is that there's been a million, the people have seen a million GCWs come and go and that this was a big F you to all those people who thought there was a bunch of GCWs. He said, there's only one GCW and everybody who thinks that way can well, S his D. I guess mm-hmm. we'll say it that way.
1: Yeah. You know, and in, 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 I will give, I'll give Brett props um, for it's, it's a, it's a unique product. And we've talked about that before. There is, there is realistically only one GCW. Now we've got XPW that's coming out of the woodwork. That's actually going to have a show in Rochester, which I'm terrified to think about. Like that's the, the one that's famous for, um, uh, you know, all the yeah. crazy, 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 violent stuff. Um, but GCW is a unique product. I think, you know, we've been fortunate enough to be able to catch some of the best indies out there. Um, I think we're a little short on maybe some of the Southern promotions. Like we certainly haven't gotten to see a lot of the Texas indies. But as far as like indies go, top-notch stuff now, we've got GCW, AAW, CCW, uh, G, uh, the Maryland promotion, MCW. And then it's kind of, everything else kind of comes to the bottom black label pro obviously great uh gorilla really really good but again limited shows with them so people that are running consistently i think that's kind of the tops of the indies um and each of them are different right ccw is very very different than AAW, which is very different than gcw gcw i think is is on fire right now and a lot of that has to do with nick gage the dark side of the ring stuff cardona moxley showing up like there's additional legitimacy that's being provided to them but again that's guys that recognize a place that's on fire and they want to go and they want to be part of it minoru suzuki showing up definitely doesn't hurt um so so brett's right hammerstein is interesting um obviously there's a there's a ton of history with ecw and stuff like that so them running that um i would be very surprised if we don't see some ecw originals a la what we saw in philly with aew i think if they did miss that it'd be silly um my guess would be Sabu because yeah. it just fits really, really well with their mm-hmm. brand. Um, That would be a hell of a get get him out there and get the crowd pumped up. And maybe we'll see like Sandman or somebody like that yeah. too. Sandman will take a payday for sure. Without a doubt. He could use the check.
0: Yeah. And we just saw Crowbar and Blue Meanie. Um, They were on dark elevation last night. They were in Philadelphia for Dynamite. Yeah. So, so that's a possibility as well um so yeah so yeah thunder rosa the briscoes leo rush was on the card uh just fun from top to bottom and then they had their aftermath show uh the next night where you had uh minora suzuki versus joey janela it was fun to watch suzuki not sell anything joey janela tried on him and then eventually after he defeated joey janela chris dickinson again came out and they chris dickinson and suzuki are going to be fighting at uh new japan coming up here in Philadelphia pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but Dickinson let Minoru Suzuki know that they have some unfinished business in GCW. So apparently that's all going to come to a head as well.
1: Good stuff all around. I mean GCW is on fire and if you're not paying attention to it or going back and buying some of the stuff. It is a little bit to get used to the cast of characters, but it is a very unique presentation. And if you're a wrestling fan, it it what's interesting is even though it kind of touches base with a bunch of different promotions, their storylines actually exist within themselves. It's, it's yeah. captured inside of their own story. I mean, it bleeds out a little bit just because of the names and the recognition and where some stuff comes in, but they actually are an indie with storylines that you see that perpetuate from show to show to show. And a lot of times with indie wrestling, it's just two good wrestlers matched up against each other where they're telling yeah. the story in the ring. And that's kind of all we get to see. GCW is in that way. We have storylines that kind of continue and it's that's deathmatch to regulars, to, to tags yeah. and stuff like that. So they do a great job. All right, so
0: let's go ahead and take a break. And as I send people into the break, let me just put out here that the King of the Ring is down to four guys. We got Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor this Friday. Jinder Mahal versus Xavier Woods on Monday. And then Queen of the uh, Queen's Crown is Zelina Vega and Carmella. They'll be facing each other Friday. Shayna Baszler and Dewdrop on Monday Night Raw. So that's our our royalty. Uh, brackets, how they've broken down over the last uh, couple of shows in WWE. I'm going to send everybody to break. When we get back, we're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and Rampage from Miami this weekend. So stick with us and we'll be right back. If you love the Daily Wrestling News Show, then I want to tell you how you can support us. First, check out bodyslamclothes.com. You can get a variety of shirts for just $20. And all of them come in the super soft style. And the price you see includes all sizes and shipping. Get 10% off two or more shirts with the promo code SHIRTS10. Go to bodyslayandclothes.com right now to check it out. And join Joey Jarzanka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Friday nights for the Primetime Rundown. They take you through the world of sports. And the show kicks off each Friday at 7 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And each Tuesday, Al Carl hosts the Essential Wrestling Podcast alongside John Smith, myself, John DeConny, and Karen Mahaffey. It's another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Here are our analysis on who we think is going to win the week's matches. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. Pro Wrestling Pick'em. It's a place where you can join or host a Pick'em League to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at prowrestlingpick'em.com so you can play against your friends or. Against the universe. And the Body Slam Brigade newsletter, currently going out to over 4,200 people each Friday. It consolidates all the top stories in professional wrestling into a quick to read email, written by me for you for free. Sign up now at BodySlamBrigade.com. And of course, this show, The Daily Wrestling News Show. We're here every day, Monday through Thursday, and occasionally on Friday. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or watch us live on Facebook and YouTube at 10 a.m. This is The Daily Wrestling News Show. Thank you for your support. All right, we are back. And uh, Travis, I guess before we get started, did you want to pick a winner in the king of the ring and the queen's crown?
1: So it's interesting. I listened to the show yesterday. It seemed like you and Al called the finals pretty well um as far as like feeling like a Zelina Vega versus um, Shayna. Um, yep. Although I could see them hosing Zelina again as they love to do that. Um, I'll tell you, I, I can
0: I, see either Zelina or Carmella going. And if anybody was going to beat Basler out of the bracket, uh, I'll give it to Dewdrop, I guess.
1: So. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're sending Dewdrop overseas. Um, so I, I think we're going to see Shayna. I would agree with Shayna on that side. And then Xavier Sammy's Woods, not going. It, it, Sammy, <laughs> Sammy's not going. So. Xavier Woods has never won anything other than the tag belt and stuff and like I'm positive they're like ah oh, he's the only one in the new day that doesn't have any legitimacy, yada yada yada. So Xavier Woods feels like the fan favorite to give him something that's your participation trophy. Congratulations, you're King of the Ring. You can be in the hallowed halls of Baron Corbin and
0: Do they need to send Jinder over there and give him a win?
1: I don't know. Are you are they gonna do you think they're so gender's age now do they hitch their wagon to gender like does he need a thing i guess he does probably need a thing i i don't know um wwe does some crazy stuff and like that crown jewel event which i hate um i don't know it feels like it feels like they're putting more into the event that's tied to the show this year than the last two years it sort of felt like it existed yeah. on its own before and now this year they're like really making it part of the thing i enjoyed it better when it was extricated so i didn't have to pay attention to it or anything and it sucks that it's this way this year um
0: yeah they had a title change i think last year goldberg yeah or the, Feb- the february show goldberg beat the fiend for the title sure which was sure. the only place they could do it because that would have got booed out of every building in the united states so. legitimately
1: yeah, yeah i mean it was <laughs> it was very convenient that they were in that space to have that happen um yeah I don't know it <laughs> i saw something going around the internet where it was like somebody from them from from their organization had asked if they could get cm punk and brian danielson to wrestle yes, each other exactly <laughs> they didn't realize that they were in aew not wwe so i guess that was an uncomfortable conversation but they don't i don't understand. know if i had to, they don't understand if
0: that there's a wrestling company
1: right exactly so if i had to call it i'd say woods baszler is probably the easy the easy out there um
0: We'll see. I don't know. If, I don't know if it matters. Yeah. <laughs> it, it probably doesn't long term. Yep. You know, maybe on the women's side, this is the first Queen's Crown tournament. You know, potentially this is a star making moment for one of these people because of the four of them that are in this in, in the tournament here. None of them have any credentials in the none. in the main roster space. Shayna Baszler was the NXT Women's Champion for ever. And she is such a dominant player, but in the main roster, I mean she had a good tag team run, I guess, but she's you know, she hasn't hit that level. Even I mean the WrestleMania with Becky Lynch, you know, she's she still hasn't hit that level, I don't think.
1: So let's call it like it is. They've they've had her lose twenty one times this year to roll up in raw, sure. uh, on on T V.
0: She's very susceptible to it, so that could happen in either (laughs) of the next two matches.
1: (laughs) If the roll-up comes out, sorry, Shayna, but you're done.
0: (laughs) All right, so let's talk about AEW. So we have Rampage from – so this special programming note, by the way, SmackDown this week is on FS1, and it has an extra half hour, runs till 10.30. Rampage and Dynamite, uh, Rampage on the regular schedule, 10 to 11 on TNT, dynamite will be on saturday eight to ten on tnt so uh rampage what they have is they have the inner circle versus the men of the year that's uh chris jericho sammy guevara and jake hager versus ethan page uh scorpio sky and junior dos santos so that's the first match cm punk versus mass idel and then ruby soho versus the bunny
1: yeah, so I don't think this is the end of Inner Circle versus Men of the Year. No. There's no way this is the culmination. So I feel like Man of the Year and Junior Dos Santos ends up getting a victory here. Um, I think we're gonna see. It's
0: gotta go to full gear, right? Some some uh, nonsense
1: happening. Time. Yeah, and and I could see them peeling off Sammy to fight um, their champion too, who's you know gone in and given knees a couple of different times. Punk versus Seidel. This just feels like another punk win to me. Like they're building him up. He had been interviewed and said his body feels like trash because he's taking bumps, but it's like you know what? I got to get callous and I got to do my thing. So um,
0: he's I, in there with Matt Seidel who has wrestled consistently for what fifteen, twenty years. Um, yeah, so it's a good he's, opponent for him.
1: He's taken some very intelligent matches um, since he's since he's been in. This will be his fourth match um this to me feels like the the safest opponent i guess i would say for him sure. um sidell you know randy orton is is quick to say he could you know land a shooting star press on a on a postage stamp he's so accurate with what he does um so i i see that that's probably an easy punk victory and who knows maybe we're setting something else up there um face versus face is interesting um because we don't see that a lot and there's not like there's any real heat that's that's there. Um Ruby versus Bunny again, this feels like a you know, another Ruby a Ruby victory here, unless they're trying to set something up for that. Um launch. Ruby doesn't have any
0: allies. I think that's the big no. difference in that match. Because yep. LP Ford's gonna be down there with the bunny and well, they've had their issues with Anna Jay and Tay Conti. Uh Anna Jay and Tecanti not exactly aligned with Ruby Soho, so it doesn't really make sense that they would be out there, but
1: well, so I think what we saw last week though was Ruby coming down to save Sheeta. Yeah. So yeah. maybe Sheeta comes down and we're setting ourselves up with a tag match down the road for the for the two of them. Okay. So so maybe we see Sheeta come back. It seems like they're they're definitely mixing Sheeta back into the picture again. And Ruby Sheeta is interesting to me. Or do you um, just go?
0: Uh, or does serena deep come out as a, another person who's going to get in ruby's face and that's the match that we go to next just a jump yeah. at the
1: end you know yeah we could we could see that for sure um
0: man. that's a great undercard match for a full year if that's what they're building With, to
1: yeah without a doubt without a doubt yeah um so it should be a fun show it'll be interesting to see what other stuff happens there because i think in an odd twist like you know, rampage is setting the table for dynamite versus the other yeah. way, right? So so yeah. we gotta see some other stuff. And there's certainly not, you know, we, I think we've only got what three matches announced for dynamite, so we're gonna see another two to three. Um, so some yeah. stuff might happen that way and like they're gonna have to stretch that show a little bit too, because people are buying tickets and different things like that. Yeah, the
0: doors open at seven o'clock for this ten p.m. show. So my <laughs> yeah. I presume that they have about two hours worth of AEW dark that they're gonna film live yeah
1: yeah. um
0: ahead of this and then on dynamite they'll do dark elevation
1: yep yep i would agree with that
0: yeah so on so on dynamite they're announcing the AEW world title eliminator tournament brackets i would have liked it better if they were announcing those brackets on rampage because then presumably a couple of the matches could have been on dynamite now that could still happen they could sure what they could do is that on rampage they could say we're announcing the tournament and you're going to get two matches, you know, the next night or whatever. But yep. matches we have so far is Dante Martin versus Malachi Black, the Lucha Bros versus Andrade's hand-picked masked team, and then you have Brian Danielson versus Bobby Fish. Uh, so starting starting with Danielson and Fish, I think this is a much better matchup for Fish than Sammy Guevara was. I think I The agree. styles are better.
1: Yeah, the styles, the styles line up a lot better. Um and, and it sounds funny to say but uh, the we, we've talked about it before that uh, the wwe style of wrestling is similar um so i think when the two of these get together and they put together the match although they've got obviously the flexibility and the freedom that aew gives them i think they're used to working a certain way um and this fits a lot better um it's curious that we're going right from fish to danielson like i don't know we for for months or over a year it feels like a lot of the matches were built off of other stories and things like that and we we've certainly got away from that definitely this week and then you know um a little bit before as well so these are kind of matches that are just kind of thrown together half of them um is
0: it which or is this a continuation of some elite stuff because yeah bobby fish gonna rejoin adam cole it could be i don't know like does that
1: does that make sense? Like Bobby Fish with the elite. I know. They, I know they need guys to take pins. So <laughs> exactly. So so. It,
0: it makes sense to me that he could align himself with Adam Cole. I don't know about all the rest, but maybe Adam Cole, you know, Kenny Omega has Nakazawa and the young bucks have Brandon Cutler. Maybe Adam Cole gets Bobby.
1: Fish. I, I hate to put Bobby Fish in that spot, but maybe. Yeah. Gosh, I, I don't know. May- maybe that could happen. You know, it feels NWO to me. Like we're gonna bring in this guy and this other guy. Like it's more. It's much more interesting to me if the story is Bobby at some point getting to Adam and them yeah. being booked separate from each other for a little bit and then, you know, kind of bumping into each other a little bit and then we we have that match at some point. You know, um versus just kind of smashing them together again. I mean, I don't know. They've worked together for each with each other for years do yeah. they really like each other that much like this certainly isn't the vacation that you know the young bucks and adam cole had from each other to get to this space sure. like yeah. hey bobby just saw you a week ago like here yeah. you are you know yeah, that yeah. kind of thing so i don't know i i hope it's not i'd rather see bobby somewhere else um you know I, I bobby's interesting for me with men of the year as an example or um Bobby would be interesting to me with Kazarian as an example. Yeah. Um, So there's a couple of different spots that I'd like to see him kind of fit in rather than just go into the easy chalky pick of he'll be part of elite. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that style faction is the same. They're certainly very different than Undisputed Era. Sure, sure.
0: I don't know if Bobby has the comedy chops that are required to be in the super elite.
1: I would agree with that.
0: Yep. All right. So Dante Martin versus Malachi Black... I think the thing to predict here is maybe the length of the match. I mean, it's going to (laughs) be – the winner is easy. The length of the match is what's going to be hard.
1: Yeah, so it's curious booking to me. I mean, obviously the the segment last week was awesome, and the photos that came out of that were very cool. The light's going off, and there he is to kill. Um, Maybe this is an example of them not being sure how hot Dante is, Um, or them just not being confident that Dante can carry that spot right now and they don't have him booked. So maybe there's a little WWE here where they're like, you know what, we don't have a, we've got so many storylines and different angles going on towards the, towards the top of the card that we, you know, this will bring him back down to earth. Um, and we can maybe recycle him back into the tag division. If we've got something coming up with that, it's, you know, he's certainly feeling like the sacrificial lamb to the house of black here. Um unless something yeah. really strange happens and I just I just don't see Malachi black losing to this opponent based on who he's gone through to get to this space well and it
0: also appeared to me that this whole Cody Rhodes thing is not over Nope, because you know Cody called him out on a dynamite that's when arn Anderson got in his face and then they continued the arn Anderson thing on dynamite last week with the burn barrel and stuff like that so ultimately we're going back to Cody and Malachi black and Cody will probably get the win in the end. But um, so I think he'll roll through Dante Martin and I don't know where, where we go exactly from there, but yeah. Now the Lucha bros defending the triple a tag team championships against a hand picked team thoughts.
1: Let's get the mass on AOP. You think it's we're going to bring AOP out. They're going to be big bruisers. They're bigger than Andrade. Um, they don't have to talk. There's something they don't
0: have that makes you much. think that, like, is there? Is I don't know. Are you following AOP, and are they saying something or whatever? Like, what's making you think that?
1: No, I mean the internet kicks up some names and some ideas sure. um, around the world, and you know, it was something that came across my feed a couple of days ago, and I was like, ah, you know what? That's curious. I haven't really thought about AOP for a little while. I thought that their run in WWE, um, was short and curious, but. Could have been better than what it was um yeah. and and to to speak about sort of filling out your dance card when it comes to the the tag division they are very bare country-esque in terms of mm-hmm. size and we don't have a lot of tag teams in aew that are like that right so they they put some size and they put some actual muscle there i think if you go the other direction and you get some luchas that are smaller than andrade that are the tag thing i think we just run, end up with this you know, lucha house party style thing i think that andrade needs to be bigger pitbull like give me some big dudes and make our faction like grizzly and stuff um so that you don't want to mess with them like how do you put in a team like if andrade is gonna eventually maybe take a swing at lucha bros you gotta put somebody in there that like you can't have them be you know lucha bros light right where we see you know don't get me wrong yeah. if they want if he wants to drag out dragon bane and laredo kid I'm gonna celebrate it and be perfectly happy with something like that. Or, you know, there's a there's a whole other direction that he could go. We could see Psycho Clown and a bunch of those guys too that could come out and it would be really interesting, depending on um who they decide to pull from that fold. Um and we could see Dr. Wagner. I don't know. Like <laughs> there's some interesting Dragon interesting Lee
0: and Dirt Listico Dr- um called them called out the Lucha Bros at AAA. And I at triple sure. A. And I was thinking of those two leading into this. But then they did all this on AAA. They haven't had a match there yet, so right. And they haven't announced a match, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's so they're I haunting know, like they're
0: I, there. I don't know if that leads into AAW at all.
1: Right, right, exactly. And it doesn't. I don't know. It hasn't felt like a ton of that stuff has really bled over all that much. Like we have AAA people running around all over the place. I think, gosh, almost all the titles are in. AEW right now the, well other than Diana, right like Deanna. yeah yeah they have shared workers all over the place so I, I don't know it it's it seems fun to speculate on that um
0: Dragon Lee's a ring of honor so
1: right exactly yeah yeah
0: so very forbidden door ish
1: yeah we'll see and we'll see if this tag team sticks right maybe it's just a one and done for this specific match and then we go we go some results
0: all right the world title eliminator this is tough because we don't have any brackets. We don't know what we're talking about quite yet, but we are talking on the men's division side. So think of your names. Yeah, you. Is this just Brian Danielson running through the whole thing to get back to Kenny Omega? Uh, I don't feel like we need to do that because he has a draw with him, right? It feels like you just can go back to it. But maybe that's what they do. Maybe this is CM Punk rolling through four more guys and he gets a title shot. Um, by the way, I say that. With the with the theory out there that it's probably gonna be hangman page versus Kenny Omega at full gear, and then the winner of this tournament is gonna to face the winner of that match. And that's not, you know, that could be the hangman. So, it could and so it's hard to pick whether we're going with a face or a heel for this thing.
1: So that's that's why I'm going for it with a heel. Um I think this is gonna be hangman uh beating Omega finally, um and, and Kenny getting some much deserved time off. Um, at least as far as the AEW side goes. Um, So I'm going to call MJF winning this tournament. Oh, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, MJF is good because he's not... Okay, so, so what would be nice in that case is that if you put the four pillars in each corner of the bracket and you do, you know, whether you do eight or 16, but you put one of those guys in each corner... That would be fun if you put, and then you get you working in. Maybe MJF wins. So,
1: I think yeah, that, I think this funny. tournament finale will very much tell us the direction that that Omega Page match goes. Yeah, um, I, I
0: man, I, I'll tell you though, I don't want to see MJF in another title match unless he's going to win.
1: Oh, I agree with yeah, that, I, and I think I that's like, a hard that's a hard yeah. thing. Is 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 Hangman the first one to like have a short title run? I mean, he's got the kid coming up. They could get him in there, get him out. I, I think fans would would go yeah, wild really. in a number of different ways. Um, yeah, but you know what? Somebody's got to do it, right? Yeah. We gotta have we gotta have a quick title change. If every title reign is gonna be a year long for everybody on the heavyweight side of things, like I don't know, it it could be a quick turnaround. Like MJF, he needs to hold the belt for about an hour. And then yeah. he can run his mouth about it forever and they could you know get some kind of a cheap victory from him or whatever um and move on but boy i think you could do that they, with, a,
0: with a moxley too right he's somebody who's already had his long title run he could do yep. a quick quick drop hangman page though feels like too climactic of a story to have a, a short title run
1: yeah so i think it it'll really depend on what the spacing is for this right like yeah. we build to it i mean max has come out and he certainly did the promo the bruce pritchard promo and i never get an opportunity or anything like that you know I mean, back-to-back Diamond Dynamite Ring winner. He's 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 you set know, up to be a good spot for this. Um maybe
0: it's Guevara. Maybe maybe MJF and Guevara wrestle next
1: too. Sure. You know. Or I could see I could see Jungle Boy uh, like Jungle Boy and MJF have wrestled a lot and some good sure. matches too, right? I I don't I don't see this as Darby's run, but maybe. Yeah, um, but either. yeah they've certainly made a they've made a big deal of the four pillars and i'd be surprised if that's not at least four of the competitors like there's no reason for right. it not to be they're kind of none of them are in the middle of a serious feud so it's set up to be a good story here
0: yeah do you throw christian cage in here and you know maybe you throw it seems like jericho's busy so you don't have to put him I, in here mox i think
1: I think if you do the max thing, if you put Wardlow on the same side of the bracket as max, we could finally have the the Wardlow MJF blow up in the middle of this thing too sure. for the yep. event. Um, I think that's interesting. I think you got to have Luchasaurus in this match as well. Um, he's been on fire lately. Um, it just depends. I wish I knew if it was going to be an eight or a 16, it'd be easier to call it.
0: Yeah. Well, We'll see. MJF has a fun pick. Um, if, if I'm picking up, An opponent for kenny omega i'm just going to go brian danielson i agree with that
1: yep yep
0: all right that being said i got a couple of headlines uh blue origin announced yesterday that wwe hall of famer william shatner will become the oldest person to travel to space at age 90 and to which i said well he does have the most impractical experience of anybody out there
1: (laughs) yes i would agree with that that's like saying that you know indiana jones is a lovely (laughs) archaeologist right exactly uh so harrison ford would obviously get that Mm gig uh
0: mansoor versus mustafa ali is now set for crown jewel yay Um, i don't think mansoor's ever lost in
1: in uh, he's undefeated he's undefeated in saudi arabia good luck mustafa ali
0: he was pretty much undefeated until he got to the main roster then they immediately beat him so yes uh ring of honor announced that final battle will be december 11th in baltimore so it's basically there Ring of Honor is is basically uh, it's their territory, Baltimore, I guess. Now so MCW like, Light, yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a territory. Yeah, they, their territory goes from Baltimore to Philly and back.
1: <laughs> and it's final battle, but it's certainly not going to be the final battle. Right, right. So
0: that's their big show of the year, December 11th. Uh, I was there, December 13th, 2019, to watch PCO win on Friday the 13th. So that was fun.
1: But yeah, uh,
0: but since then. They pretty much haven't had fans, so. And they lost Marty Squirrel, Squirrel. Tonight on NXT 2.0, we have Tomasa Ciampa versus Joe Gacy. If Joe Gacy wins, he will be added to the Halloween Havoc title match between Ciampa and uh, Braun Breaker. Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Santo Escobar. That's for the North American Championship tonight. And, of course, we know Swerve Scott was called up to the main roster, so feels like this might be a title change. Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland versus Kyla Riley and Von Wagner, and of course Holland also called up to the main roster. So,
1: yeah, this this feels a little a little predetermined tonight, but maybe we'll get some swerves here uh,
0: or some Santoses.
1: Okay. Yeah, so. I would agree with that. And is Joe Gacy the next Brian Danielson? Hey. Uh. He looks a little like him, doesn't he? <laughs> he's trying to he's just trying to hone his way into those championship matches, so I guess we'll have to stay tuned to see.
0: Yeah, then we'll be calling Kenny Omega versus Adam Page versus Brian Danielson versus Joe Gacy, so
1: exactly. It's just a standard match that you'd see yeah. at any time. I don't know, I ha- I have to tune in for NXT um because there's a lot of new faces in it. You know, it feels like I took 2 weeks off and all of a sudden there's 32 new people in the locker room that have no idea what's going on.
0: Yeah, you aren't kidding. If you took the first two weeks of NXT two off, you missed
1: I have no idea who Von Wagner is. There's Von oh, Wagner's well not he, a thing to me.
0: He is uh he's one of the Beverly Brothers' sons. So okay, well go. then he's got he's great credentials.
1: Junior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Does he wear the same outfit, that purple and silver? He does
0: not. Oh. Nor have they made any mention of the fact that
1: he's well, not for no. nothing. If they're not gonna give you the signer last name, they're certainly not gonna give you the Beverly Brothers last name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give it time. Mm-hmm. Give it time. Until, well, maybe I'll call up. When Vince sees a mock up of Von Wagner wearing the bow and blink gear, it'll only be a minute before he's in it.
1: So maybe he'll come out to that at Halloween Havoc, and that would be very cool.
0: That would be fun. Although in in fairness, I think that Vince himself sees a lot in Von Wagner. So with that said, he might try not to humiliate
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Still time. Time.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, Travis, anything we missed?
1: I don't believe so. I thought it was a good show today. The G1 will be nice, and we'll we'll next week when we come back, we'll have a really clear picture of what that looks like. I'm interested to see what Rampage and Dynamite is. I'm jealous that you're going to be there, and I'm not, but I don't know. My jealousy may cost my bank account some money, and I might find a way to get down there, so we yeah. shall see. Sunny Miami.
0: Heritage night, 10 bucks a ticket with a flag. I so. know. I just mm-hmm. got to
1: bring a flag. And I I don't know. Can I get away with my new Japan pro flag to get in there for 10 bucks? That's not my heritage, but it is somebody's heritage. <laughs> it
0: is somebody's heritage. That's true. All right. Well, for Travis, I'm Ryan. We will see you next time. And uh see you later. Nice.